What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, how you doing, bro? How's it going? Aquí nomás. Relaxing. <laughs> I get you, man. Hey, man. Well, as always, Cheese My Podcast is brought to you by Nacho Business. And, um, yeah, man, let's discuss. You went on a little hiatus, man. And, and you yes, know, sir. you're taking care of some things. Yes, so, I'm uh, back. I'm yeah. Back, I'm back. I'm back, bitches. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, the... I, I forgot to tell people that on our uh what uh, on the uh Instagram too short uncle short dog liked our uh he liked our link bro yeah yeah so so for that whole week I told my wife I'm going to you know I I felt validated to say the b word so I was running <laughs> around saying bitch everything you know <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, that was a good thing, man. And then also, uh, the, the alternative, uh, what is it like a, the Chicano band or uh, also yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had that, they had that hit with, uh, Kumbia yeah, Kumbia. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we got a little validation there and, uh, and also, shout yeah, out to definitely. Them. And also, uh, you know, uh, some of our friends here in Denver to MX2 uh, also, uh, my homeboy, uh, Jesus Veloz and his Norteño band. Uh, it's called La Integridad Norteña. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check, check them out, out, man. Follow them on, uh, their Instagrams and also, uh, you know, stream their album, stream the album. You know, that, that's what it is now. The streams and what was cool about them, man, yesterday at one of the Macy's, uh, here in here in the Denver area, they performed for El Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, they okay. did a whole set, and I I don't know how they got that hookup, man, but that sends a lot of validation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. And, you know uh, that band, uh, they have opened before for for you go. Oh, all right. Yeah, they have opened for Los Huracanes del Norte. Yeah, so okay. they they they've gone out of town to perform uh, and open for Los Huracanes. So that's pretty dope, man. So, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. But um, but anyway, man. Hey, I saw that link you sent me. I saw the video right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the yeah coffee? yeah six nine, dude. Hey, so I I want your honest feedback about Takashi, man. Well, he calls himself 6ix9ine now, so. Yeah. What, what do you know about him? Dude, all I know is he's dope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, real uh-huh. talk, a lot of people, like, shit on him, uh-huh. but dude, that kid's smart, man. He stays relevant. He keeps on putting out hits, too. He backed what he yeah, says. Yeah, he talks stuff, man. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> I like the. He just posted a video on, uh, I posted a video uh, I don't know if you saw it. It's him laying in no. bed, and then he, he's watching. He's looking at his phone. He's like watching a video of, of people in the crowd yelling "fuck six uh-huh. nine, fuck six uh-huh. nine. and then he looks like all depressed. And then he turns over, and there's a girl laying next to him, and it's Trippy Red's girl ex girlfriend. Trippy, uh, Trippy okay. Red, yeah, Trippy Red. And he's been beefing with that guy. I guess they used to be friends. Okay, and they just yeah, they started beefing. Got it. And he's laying in bed with his ex girlfriend. Oh, I thought that shit was so funny. <laughs> hey, does he remind you of Fifty Cent? He does. <laughs> he he always beefing with everybody, yo. And, and pero you know what? Nobody tests him. Uh-huh. Like he, he he like he trolls everybody. He talks all this shit, but nobody's ever like tried to check him about That's it. That's true, man. Like uh, I I personally thought that he got under Charlemagne's skin. I, I yeah, think so he too. said no, but you could tell he looked a little <laughs> you, like. He looked irritated. Yeah, he looked a little irate, you know. And uh, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, so he, his mom is Mexican, from Puebla, out somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and and that's that's another reason I like him. He's half Puerto Rican and half Mexican. And he really shows like a lot of support for Mexicans. He's always with the Mexican flag. Always going, to, you know. He posted that video of him going to Mexico. Yeah, I seen that. Always rocking the Mexican soccer jerseys in his uh, videos. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. So you sent me some stuff about a video. I don't even know how to pronounce this video, dude. I think it's called uh, Aulos Reloaded. Aulos is um. So you hear the flute? In yeah, the yeah. Beat? That's what uh, 
Yeah, that's the name of an instrument, aulos. Got it. Aulos, I think okay. it's called. It's like a Greek instrument. It's like a Greek flute. And that's what they use in the Okay, beat. okay. That'll work, dude. Hey, so he up there, man. He doing stuff. Hey, Go ahead. Hey, but that song's dope. It's like electronic, but he's like flowing to it and he's staying on beat. I was like, dude, this was sick. Yeah, I, like he, that uh, I don't know. I, well, yeah, he's good, man. He he get hyped. <laughs> He'll get you hyped. You know what I mean? Like, the only song where he didn't get all hyped was that Fifi. Was it Fifi or Kiki? Uh, Fifi. No, nah, he has another okay. one, too. There's another one that uh, he uses, like, auto-tune, and he's singing. He's not okay, rapping. Okay, okay. And that one's cool. Hey, dude, that one's so, cool my kids, they like Takashi, dude. I don't know. They, somehow, some way, probably at school, <laughs> some kids showed him Takashi, and they were like, yeah, we like Takashi. I'm like, all right, dude. Uh, they're dope. My kids yeah. like him, too, especially my oldest son. Okay. He really likes that song I sent you, that album okay. loaded. He likes that song all a right, lot. All right. So, hey, dude, <laughs> one day they was telling me that that was their favorite rapper and stuff. And I told them, nah, man, I mean, it's cool. I get it. But don't you ever come to this house with some rainbow hair and Skittle teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would be yeah, a little too much. Yeah. I wouldn't want my kids doing yeah, that either. That, but uh-huh. you know what? But the, but his music is good. It's actually really good. People keep on shitting on him, but his music is yeah, good. I would, his music makes me yeah, want to dance. I wouldn't deny that. But yeah, but the kids, they were like, yeah, my youngest son, his name is Joshua. He's like, dad, you can't. What if I come one day with Skittle teeth and rainbow hair? <laughs> I said, I'll kick you out. That you can't because I'm not a, uh, I'm a minor. So then shout outs to my homeboy, Fred. Not, not Alfredo, but my homeboy, Fred. He told me this line and me and my wife have been saving it for years. Everything good? Yeah, everything good, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had, we, I, I, we, we had a, a visit, so I didn't I didn't know about it, so I I didn't coordinate properly. Man, we're really busy, man. We're modeling the uh, one of the rooms, the master oh. bedroom. Oh, so right. so we're all over the place, dude. So so yeah, but but anyway, um, yeah. So going back to that thing, man, with the kids saying that they. They they would come through with skittle teeth and stuff. So shout outs to my homeboy Fred again. And uh, <laughs> I just said I looked at Erica and I was like, hey, I I told the boy, told him, hey, Jesus Christ moved out when he was twelve. So <laughs> I looked at him, Jesus Christ moved out when he was twelve. What makes you think you're better than him? <laughs> <laughs> wow! But then I just was like, I was like, man, I just mess with you, man. But hey, don't come to this house with skittle teeth. Only Takashi <laughs> could do that. So, hey, yeah. seriously? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's the whole scoop, man. Um, hey, let me ask you a question, man. Is is uh, the other day I was driving and I tuned into a local hip hop station and. I heard this rapper, or I don't know, it was like reggaeton, and it was some Spanish stuff, but it was some real broken Spanish, and I'm like, that kind of sounds like Drake, and then, <laughs> and then the song ended, and then the DJ's like, yeah, that's Drake with the uh, Bad Bunny, I'm like, ah, come on, dog, come on, bro. <laughs> well, you know what? That, that's what Drake does, though. He What's tries up? to dabble with all the genres, and and what is that culturally appropriate everything? Do you, hey, I mean, you know what, man? I'm not going to lie. He does have some good songs. I'm not going to lie. He does. He does. But looking at the big picture, do you think he does the stuff just to stay, like, relevant and he does, doesn't really have a lane? I don't know. Um, you know what? I don't know why, why he does that. You know what? But you know what reggaeton is popping right now and everybody is making that, is making that switch over. Reggaeton songs now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Uh, everybody, everybody. Even you know who has uh, even este Chris Brown has uh, a bachata song. Really? Okay, okay. So, hey, let me ask you this because I I did some timelines, and check this, bro. Hyphy movement and reggaeton came around came out around the same time. Yeah, and you notice that it, all the people that grew up with hyphy and reggaeton. We have buying power now. Yeah. 
now do would you agree that now it's it's is the genres that are popping because of us that grew up around those 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 eras you know what it could be but i i think it's it was it started with that whole despacito song okay they saw what kind of success that brought to everyone that was involved with that project. Yeah, yeah. And I think everybody's trying to make that next greatest hit because there wasn't that one like in the Guinness Book of Records for like downloads or something. It was like some ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think everybody's trying to follow that formula and trying to get a massive hit, a massive worldwide hit like that because there is a lot of Latin countries that listen to reggaeton and then there's a lot of Latin people like in every country. So. I think that's what they're trying to tap into and get that same fame that that uh, Suavecito. Yeah. It was called Suavecito. Yeah, right? Despacito. Oh, Despacito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despacito. So they're, that Despacito song. So they're just trying to replicate that first high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In other words. Uh, yeah. But that's what I think it is because when that song came out, that's when I started noticing everybody was starting to dabble with uh, with Latin, with uh, bachata or reggaeton or whatever. Got it. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I kind of noticed that man. Like Drake, he's uh, um, he's everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, he is he's everywhere. everywhere. And it's like, come on, bro. You know? Well, uh, I guess, man, get your money, man, get your paper. Uh, you see, but uh, I like I liked his verse in that um in sicko mode. Okay, I don't like Drake, but then when I heard that song with Drake, I was like, oh, this song is pretty dope. Too. All right. And then that song he has with uh, Lil Baby, I like that song a lot, too. Okay. Hey, since we're talking about Young Money stuff, hey, let's talk about uh, uh, that the Carter Five. Okay. All right. So his single, what is that single called? Uh, Mona Lisa? No, it's, it's, on, it's on the radio all the time. With oh, I don't listen to radio. Oh, okay, the one that the one I've been listening to a lot is Mona Lisa. Oh, okay, that's my favorite no, song on the album. It's another one that the it was done by Swiss Beats. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. that song um, called? Um, I'll tell you right now. Give me one second. Uh, yeah, I don't really like that song too much. Hey, but you know what? Uproar, uproar. Hey, they didn't think they was gonna get caught, man. I pick. I like, dude. Once I heard I heard that song for the first time, I'm like, all right. That beat sounds really 90s, late 90s, the early 2000s. Ghostface Killer, dude. That was his beat or they sampled? No. So here it is. So that uh, the original song, do you remember that album by Diddy? We, we invented the remix. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. That. All right. So it had that. It was one of them songs on there and Ghostface Killer is on it. And it, it, it was, mm. I cannot remember the producer's name, but, but they show, I feel that Swiss Beats was trying to take a lot of credit for that beat. And I'm like, he didn't chase nothing in it. He didn't chase absolutely nothing with it. The song is called Special Delivery. Special Delivery? Yeah. When you guys get a chance, look it up. Uh, I think this, the album is not even on iTunes. I mean, I found it on YouTube, but, um, it's called Special Delivery, uh, Diddy, and uh, Ghostface Killer. Uh, and we don't get in trouble for putting music up on the podcast, I th- right? I think we might. It's only on YouTube. We're not putting it on YouTube, right? I think YouTube's the only one that has the algorithm. Oh, okay. I don't know, dude. We get flagged. We get flagged. Almost out of there. I'm looking up right now. Oh, it is the same it's beat. It's the same beat, dude. They didn't take nothing. The same exact song. Yeah. So hey. <laughs> so Go anyway, ahead. yeah. The only thing that uh, Swiss Beats would do is shout out his shout his little name and make his little uh, little grunts and all that stuff. But that's about it. So he caught some flag. So he went back to his Twitter page and gave credit to the original producers of that 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 beat. So. That's that's yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what happened. But yeah. But anyway, man. Same exact yeah. beat, dude. This is Lil Wayne. Yeah, the little grunts, little the gibberish he was yeah. saying. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I I knew that. I knew that. I was like, damn, that beat sounds recycled. Sounds like something I listened to, like. In the early nine, I mean, in the late nineties, the early exactly 2000s. that that album came right around when we graduated from high school, like one one oh two, yeah, oh two, 
And uh, that's when he had I Need a Girl and I Need a Girl Part 2 and all that stuff. Peaches and Cream Something remix. Like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so uh, off of that uh, Young Money stuff. So, so who are you feeling right now in the music industry? Who's like, who are you listening to? Who are you like streaming who right I now? stream right now? Uh, yeah. Dude, hip hop eyes. You know what? Actually, I'm really not. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I started listening again to uh, some 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 yay, you know some yay. Right. Uh, I started listening to some uh, Takashi, <laughs> Takashi, and then this other one kid, the one that got you know the one that got smoked or killed. Uh, 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 yeah, dude. Yeah. I can't get Bro. into the music. I'm trying to listen to it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I try to, like, dabble into it a little bit. The songs are, like, two minutes long. What's up with hip-hop now, man? Everything's two minutes. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it is. Everything's two minutes and some yeah. odd seconds. Nothing really makes the yeah. minutes. But right now I'm listening to uh, Heavy, Heavy. I'm listening to uh, Lil Baby. Okay, okay. He, he's uh, he's out of that whole... Um, What's that record label with Amigos? I don't even know. I don't. I don't. I don't follow the. You know what, dude? I'm not gonna lie. I like Offset. I like. I like. I like them all. Yeah. I like. I think they all have their own distinct yeah, uh, yeah. flow. And Offset is cool. Um, you know what? Offset is probably like my favorite yeah. one from the group. Hey, I like Cardi B, bro. Cardi B's dope too. <laughs> I'm a fan, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like Cardi, Cardi B. B. <laughs> one day we was hanging out uh, uh, and uh, one of my wife's friends was singing the whole song, the Bodak Yellow. Yeah, uh-huh. dude, he was singing the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the effect she has on the culture, bro. Yeah, she, you know, even Nicki Minaj, when she was like popping, when she was big, she had a couple of songs uh-huh. that I liked. But I was always embarrassed to listen to it, like, you know, to turn up the music when I listen yeah. to it in the car. I had to turn it down low, but uh, Cardi B, like, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah, but moment. also the thing is that her, her writer is party. That, that, oh, yeah. That's why yeah, she, yeah. it has that effect on dudes, because a lot of those rhymes are written by a dude. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah, but I, I like Cardi B, bro. That's, that's who, I mean, whatever, whenever she pops up on the radio, I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, you know? <clears throat> but uh, anyway... Um, I was going to ask, bro, since we have kids, you know, we have kids and they deal with random situations at school. What's your take on bullying with nowadays versus when we were coming up? Um, I still have the same old school mentality. Pop him in the nose, <laughs> dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, Not nah, real uh, talk. Porque you know what it is? You know what? It's that my son might get in trouble, and I don't mind if he gets in trouble for defending himself. He might yeah, get in yeah. trouble. But that that's all that's going to take for it, – it's because when you stand up for yourself, that follows you forever. Like, I remember I was in uh-huh. high school, and there was, like, guys I didn't mess with just because I know, like, in the fifth grade or the sixth grade, I saw him knock some dude out. But I had never seen him fight since. But that just sticks with you. Like, oh, you don't fuck with yeah, that, dude. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just the end so I, I like I told my son when you got a bully, I was like just punch him once in the nose, like as hard yeah. as you can. You might get in trouble, but I promise you, nobody's ever gonna bother. Because they never see that. it coming, dude. They never see it coming. Yeah. And then the little bullies, they be showing you respect. Like, yeah, you stepped up to me. They leave you alone. Yeah. But uh, I I don't know. You want to go back memory lane, dude? Yeah. I, go ahead. <laughs> I, there was this one kid, bro, and I asked you about him, and then. We don't know whatever happened to him, right? Uh, and they used to call him Bomba. Do you okay. remember? I all right, right. kind of rings right. so a bell. I was there, but I'm not going to say his name. But I remember he used to pick on you. And I don't know what happened, dude. For, I guess he saw your dad. Or he was just trying to talk stuff. And do you remember what you told him? Nah. All right, all right, here it goes. So I don't know. I cannot remember because this is it's so it's so long ago, dude. Over twenty years ago, but he was he was going in on your pops, and then 
his dad had just passed away. Do you remember now? Uh, <laughs> it rings a bell. All right, all right, all right. Story. And you just turned around and told him, hey, you know what? At least my daddy is here. <laughs> oh, that was Yeah. That was, that was cold. cold, bro. But he, he went that in. Was he drew blood first, bro. And that's kind of like Pusha T and uh, Drake. You straight up Pusha T <laughs> him, bro. Yeah. Oh, that kind of rings a bell. But yeah, I am kind of yeah. scared. That does sound like something I would yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> but he went in, bro. He was making fun of your dad. His dad had passed away probably like a year prior to that that incident. And you just replied, hey, man, at least my dad is deep. My daddy is still here. Where's yours at? Uh, bro, he burst into tears, dog. Uh, I think I remember who you're talking about. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, I I don't want to say the person's name. What are they? What if he goes looks for you out there where you live? <laughs> I, I'm out here in Denver. He can't find me. But <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man. And sometimes that's all you have to do. Like it doesn't even. Ha- you, just got- you don't even have to get down to this. You know. You just got to strike back hard. Yeah, words, man. Sometimes words will break a man down. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, that, I rem- that's one of, the, uh, one of the events that I remember when you was getting bullied, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that does sound something like, damn. But, yeah, that must have been long ago because it kind of rings a bell, but I can't remember with exactly. It was like in fourth grade. Oh, yeah, that was long Yeah, that ago, was dude. fourth grade. That was 94. Something like that, yeah. Quebradita was still popping. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, long dude. Time hey, ago. when I was little, I was like, dude, I thought Quebradita was lit, bro. And I was like, one day, I'm gonna let my my hair grow like the guys from Banda Machos, and I'm gonna wear that <laughs> with the mullet, yeah. And I'm put a little gel on it so it gets curly and shiny. And then I'm gonna wear that big old tejana, not even curved up, <laughs> just flat. And then I'm gonna wear that coat, bro, that big old long coat with the little what little. <laughs> The, the the school shooter cup yeah 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 and then <laughs> yeah i i promise you dude i was like one day i'm gonna do that and people and and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be on fire man i look at that i'm like that's corny yo <laughs> that's corny <clears throat> and they used to wear the jeans yeah, that... inside the pants bro i mean inside yeah the boots inside, inside the, the boots. boots the jeans inside the boots and they used to wear those yeah yeah and they used to wear uh uh those cowboy shirts with all the like those old school ones with all the little strings hanging out of them, out of the sleeve. Simone, yeah, yeah. Bro, half of them cats had never gotten on top of a horse, bro. And they was wearing them cowboy boots. <laughs> so, yeah, I remember I had a cousin that was heavy into that. He would, like, go join competitions and all that. Oh, shoot. Hey, they used to wear them blue and red rags. They used to say you're a rancho on it, <laughs> where you yeah. were from. But you had to be, like, hey, that, that, was, that was dangerous in Cali, bro. You just couldn't wear that kind of stuff. But, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, 94, dude. So yeah, bullying, going back to bullying. Uh, yeah, no. So my son is, is having an issue with that oh, right now. Okay. There's a, this kid that's messing with them, but he doesn't want to uh-huh. hit him. So I've been teaching my son how to box and he, he's gotten pretty good. He hits hard. Okay. okay. And I told him next mm-hmm. time I was like, next time he says anything, he tries to make fun of you, whatever. He doesn't even have to touch you. Okay. Just pop him right in his nose. Just. Aim for his nose. Go right. Yeah, for go the for nose. the. Yeah, go for it, dude. Go for the nose because you want to draw blood. You don't want to hit him in the eye, and he's gonna be like, "Ow, that hurt." You want to. You want to draw blood, so he freaks out because a lot of blood's gonna come out hey, hey. once you pop him in the nose. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What if the parents come after you? Try to press charges or some silly stuff, dude. I guess I'm a ponga, uh, dude. Okay, you better guess I'm a ponga. You better call Saul. Hey, for the people, I'll I'll counter lawsuit. I'll I'll do a counter lawsuit for defamation uh, or something. (laughs) Yeah, nah. What's that? When uh, when they when um, that uh, mental abuse? Got it. Your son's been bullying my son. Now my son's all scared. I was like, you want to play this game? I can play this game too. Well, hey, well, you remember you remember when you got me tooed before this me too thing started. <laughs> do you want to share, or you want to keep it? You know, you want to keep it for another day. Uh, we'll keep that one for another all day. Right, so, for all the people that don't know, or nobody knows, but the first person I saw give me tooed was Edgar. <laughs> was what third, second grade? I don't know. 
something, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, he got me too, and uh, he got that person too. He got him good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll save that yeah, for we'll, another day. Oh, you know what? Let's get into that. <laughs> all right. Let's go right, get into yeah, that. Yeah, are you? Uh, all the white women try to take me too. Nah, me too started with Edgar. Yes. Right. I was the first person I get to get someone fired for that. <laughs> you got him kicked out, but same same Yeah, he got fired yeah, from same, school. Same smell. <laughs> same groceries. So you you ought to you care to say what happened, bro? Yeah, so there was this kid, um I I think it was like yeah, like third grade, so it was like ninety three. Yeah. Ninety three. So like um how do I say this? Eramos bien llevados, like, when you're growing up, like, when you grow up in the hood, those are bien llevados, well, but this kid took it a little bit too well, the far. Thing, well, I, I just want to add something in there, you know? You, you, everybody has to consider this scenario before Edgar goes in. A lot of kids, uh, uh, we, we live in a dope-infested neighborhood, you know? Uh, Dolphins yeah. shooting up. This is the Bay Area. 90s people shooting dope prostitution running rampant yeah. needles all over yeah. the sidewalks people pooping in the streets you know the stuff people complain about right now happening in frisco nah we saw it in the 90s man like people didn't care yeah. it was bad man and then uh, you, you're talking about a community in the silicon valley even before the dot-com it was already too expensive to live where we lived even though it was cheap, because yeah. I remember my dad. My dad had two full time jobs. And I'm pretty sure your dad was working a job and an extra, and your mama was working too. No, no, you know what? We got lucky uh-huh. because my parents lived in East Menlo Park before we moved to East Palo okay. Alto, and um, their apartment building uh-huh. uh, was uh, taken over by the government for like eminent domain. They were going to build office buildings or something. Yeah. So they offered my parents a sweet deal. Like, we either give you $20,000 yeah. cash to uh-huh. move out, or you get free public housing for life. Well, Section well 8. bro, we lived in those same apartments in East Menlo, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah on Chilco or whatever. Yeah, and bro, I don't know what happened, but somebody messed up the deal. I don't know. My dad, my dad told me. I got to ask him what happened. He... He was about to get that <clears throat> offer, but they took the offer off the table because somebody that lived with us messed it up, dude. Yeah, oh. we had some people living with us, but we were we were supposed to get that deal too. But anyway, yeah. But, so yeah, so my parents opted for the free Section Eight for life. Like, no matter how much uh-huh. you make, you're gonna get Section Eight. Like, we're never gonna ask you how much you make. So yeah, yeah. So our parents were like, "Cool." So we moved to East Palo Alto, and uh, we got, like, a nice house. And we lived in a nicer area in East Palo Alto. We lived on the edge. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we were only paying, like, 120 bucks a month with Section yeah, 8. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But, you know, the rest of us, um, you're looking at, like, 1200 bucks a month, 1990s. Yeah, because, yeah, my mom was saying that they gave her, like, $1,100 voucher. Yeah. So I think our rent was, like, 1220 $1,250, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So... So all of our parents were working all the time, and we were the latchkey kids, bro. You know, we're the latchkey kids. And, but anyway, yeah. so it was bad. We were exposed to a lot of stuff that I think I I personally don't want my kids to be exposed to. You know what? I I think about uh-huh. it, and that stuff that you're talking about that I don't think my kids would be able to handle, nah. like how they are yeah. now. I'm like, dude, how was I their age? And I was already doing this yeah, and talking about yeah. this. And they're, they're like clueless. Yeah. Dude. So, so, so just, this is more or less like a disclaimer. So people understand what we're dealing with, you know, uh, but go ahead, proceed. <laughs> so, yeah, so we were playing, uh, so we were third, second, third grade, something like that. And we we're playing soccer. What, what, and I was it football we or soccer? So- it was, I don't remember. Actually, it, was, it could have been football. Okay. It, it could have been flag football yeah. or something. But we were playing some sport, and I remember we were near the cafeteria in that big patch of green grass that they had by the cafeteria. At Willow Oaks? Yeah, Willow yeah, Oaks. I remember. And I remember dude scored. Okay. I don't know if he scored on me or he scored. Uh-huh. But what he did, he came and he tackled uh-huh. me. 
and he held me down. That fool started like dry humping. He me. started thrusting on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was so embarrassed because everybody started laughing. Yeah, yeah. That really, you know, messed with me. So I was like, oh, you know, screw this. I'm going to go snitch. <laughs> and, you know, back then you're like, you don't yeah, snitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went, I went crying to the office and I told them what happened. And they were like, oh, my God. And then they shut all the doors. And I was like, damn, it's like a big deal like that. And then I remember they shut all the doors. They called my parents. They called the police. They called his parents. They called the FBI. And they, they called the okay, cops. All right. And, um, yeah, and that, never saw that dude again. Yeah, see? They expelled him from school. Okay, okay. See? For all y'all running around, me too, and all that. Nah, Edgar was <laughs> him too. So, um, kids used to... They used to go buck wild, man, when we was growing up. It oh, was, yeah. It was insane, dude. Like, like yeah, all the stuff we used to see. And it, it it was, there was no intention for us to go see it, you know? Like, I, I got stories, man, but they're they're a little too deep. I think we'll save it, but we'll yeah, save it but, for the uh, one of the episodes that we got planned out. Yeah, but when you grow up and you see stuff like that, like, you're a child, you don't know any better, so you feel like, Every child goes through that. Like that's one of those normal things in life. But yeah, you grow up and you're like, nah, that's not normal, dude. Like, yeah. And you know what, man? What used to get me, man? Like at the schools we used to go to. Do you remember that they didn't have in the in the bathrooms and in, in the toilets? They didn't have doors. They didn't have, they didn't doors. have doors to yep. the stalls, dude. So hi. I was just telling that to my wife the other oh, day. Okay. Because I, I I went because uh, she works at a school and I went to go use the bathroom at, like after hours or whatever. Yeah. And they had doors, and I was like, "Dude, I was like, you guys have doors." I was like, "We didn't have doors growing up." She was like, "What?" Yeah. She was like, "That's crazy." I was like, "No, we did not have doors. So like, you, you could not ever use the bathroom there. You would get harassed by the yeah, other kids. Yeah, you couldn't relieve yourself, man. You just had to hold it all day." Yeah. And then, yep. hey, for a lot of us Mexicans, half of us don't know we lactose intolerant, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they give us a drink at school. Yeah, milk. so. I used to be like, I, they used to give us milk. I used to drink it. And then later I'm like, damn, my stomach hurts. Like, brruh, brruh, you know, and then, like I, I had no idea. I was like toast intolerant, man, till later in life. And um, so I always had those issues, those dilemmas. Like, do I go use it? Do I don't, you know? And uh, half of the time, I no, most of the time I wouldn't use it. I just wait till I get home. But, uh, but if they ever caught you, man, they ever, they ever caught you using it, you know, number two, man, they used to clown. Oh, yeah. Remember they used to get the wet toilet paper and throw it at you while you were in the yeah, stall? Yeah, dude. <laughs> ah, man. It was terrible, dude. I remember, look, I'm going to say a story. And this is how crazy our environment was, man. One time, <laughs> I remember one time, dude, there, there was this one kid and he was a bully. Right, and there was another kid that was a bully. All right, and hey, I, I hope it's not the story where I'm thinking. All right, go ahead. I was thinking of the story too. <laughs> yeah. Does it involve itching powder? No, no, bro. All oh, right. okay, okay, okay. So this one kid, he was in the stall because remember, we used to have to take a leak in these things that looked like bathtubs. Yeah, <laughs> no privacy whatsoever, dude. And we, we those bathtub things they still have them at the Oakland Coliseum. No, every time I go to the bathroom at the Oakland Coliseum, I was like, that reminds me of middle school. <laughs> Y'all stuck in the night seventies, bro. <laughs> hey, at the hand wash stations, do you have the two knobs? One for one for two knobs and two uh two uh what is it called? Two spouts. One spout for hot and one spout for cold. <laughs> but um, but I was gonna say. All right. Anyway, so this kid, he's taking a leak in one of the stalls. So uh-huh. then another kid is trying to go under the stall to look at his privates, bro. What? Yeah, bro. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell? And so then the dude that was taking the leak saw the dude trying to look at him, you know, trying to look at his privates. So he just <laughs> peed in his face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what letters do the name start with? If you don't want to say right. names, when, when, nah, dude. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, dude. One of them starts with the M, and we was really cool. 
He was the one taking the leak. And who was the one that got leaked on? Who was the one that took the golden shower? <laughs> this dude. <laughs> Starts with an S. S. Yeah. And, S. And, and then his last name ends with the G. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about now? Nice. Dude, I can't say it, bro. Then we'll get sued. I'll tell you off air. Hold on, let me text you. Hold on, let me text you. Uh, hold up. Get it? <laughs> yeah. He's the one I got peed on. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, like, I remember that yeah, guy. Yeah, man. They used to do some foul stuff, man. It was foul, man. But you guys got to consider, we grew up in a foul, a foul community, man. <laughs> there, there was no, like, there was no, there was no filter, man, to to our our upbringing. There was no kind of filter. So, so yeah, man. That's so. So I gotta say, man, when it comes to bullying, uh, you know, uh, our kids—they've been bullied before, and I've told them, look. I, I've always told them, you tell them to stop. That's the first thing. You tell them, hey, man, leave me alone. First thing, that's what you do. Second thing, if they keep harassing you, you go tell your instructor, hey, man, dude's bothering me. I told him to leave me alone. He don't stop. And then I told him, last thing, if they, your teacher doesn't do anything, and then um, they keep persisting on bugging you, just knock them out. Be ready to fight, you know. Be ready to fight, and I got your back. That's it. Um, but those are the three steps. That's the criteria on my end, and um, and then they're like, they're like, well, uh, I don't know how to fight. <laughs> I'm like, dude, well, you just punch him, man. You know. So I think that's one of the things we're gonna. Uh, how to get into, you know, just to show them a couple basics, you know, how to throw a punch and how to close, a, you know, close a fist and stuff like that. Because, uh, you know, my kids are nerds at heart, bro. Yeah. Uh, well, my oldest uh-huh. is, but he is really strong. I got it. For, okay. But so I always tell him, like, if you don't know how to fight, I was like, just use your weight, dude. I was like, you're strong, dude. Just. I'm sure you can knock somebody out if you just lean into yeah. it. So I've been teaching. I like my younger son. He's the one that's really into fighting. So I've been teaching him a lot, and he's actually pretty good. Like he knows to keep his hands up. He could dodge a punch. Okay. And he knows how to get in. You know, he knows how to get in there. I always tell him stay in there close. I was like, yeah, small little short hand. You stay in there. Close, yeah. They're not gonna be able to hit you hard. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the other thing, you know, on our end, we're considering sending them to boxing lessons. You know, with the the rec center. Oh yeah. So, do you guys have jiu-jitsu over there? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they do offer the classes, but I think they have to be a certain uh, age. Yeah, because jiu-jitsu would be better for self-defense. It works better than fighting. Got it. Okay. And, yeah. Yeah, because just, just because if you don't want, you know, jiu-jitsu teaches you how to control, like, your enemy without actually even punching him. And it actually, like, really yeah, works. Yeah, I've always wanted to learn that. You know, growing up, I told my dad I wanted to learn karate. <laughs> yeah. And... My dad looked and he's like, "It's not free, so we're not doing it." <laughs> yeah, you know, there, there was a lot of things I wanted to do growing up, but yeah, it was a, I missed out on a lot too because we couldn't yeah. afford it too. So, but. so yeah, but uh, I'm glad um, as a parent, I'm glad I can provide a certain level of a uh, of a uh, stability and and a little w- wiggle room for the boys to do certain activities that I wasn't able to do when I was little. <laughs> yeah. But I would recommend I would recommend um, jiu-jitsu just because jiu-jitsu you don't have to be like like super athletic to do yeah. it. They say like jiu-jitsu the people that are really good at it are the ones that are smart because it's all about problem solving in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like you get put in situations and then you just have to use like just your brain to get out of that situation. Yeah. It's not like sheer strength or, or athleticism. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, but one last point, man, uh, that I wanted to discuss on bullying. One of the, one of the things I'm I'm gonna give you a scenario, but one time the kid, this kid was messing with mine, right, at, at at the boys and girls club, and my kid was wearing some Nikes, some Nike shoes, 
Uh-huh. And that kid just went in and started like the dozens. Is that what it's called? The dozens? Like, yo, shoe so fake. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my kid was kind of upset because he didn't have a comeback. So I told him, hey, I'm going to give you a comeback. <laughs> but if you say this, this is like an atomic bomb. You need to be ready to fight. <laughs> so he's like, all right, what is it? So I told him, hey, next time he makes fun of your shoes, tell him, yeah, they fake. Your mama bought them for me. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then my wife's like, no, no. And all that. I'm like, well, all right, don't say it, man. But I mean, you could go tell uh, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, what is it? One of the tutors or whatever. But, but I told him, you know, one of the things you want to do is reply back. Don't let them talk talk you down out of anything, you know. That that's yeah. that's one of the things. But it's like you said, maybe jujitsu is the answer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. oh yeah, no, yeah, my son had something similar to that, but he said it was a girl. There was some girls that were meeting really, and he was like, I can't hit girls. Yeah. And then I was like, so what happened? He was telling me he was like, yeah, like we were at the park and at the on the playground. I asked him like, hey, you guys want to play uh-huh. with me? And they were like, ew, get away from me. Like, nobody wants to play with you. And, like, he was hella bummed out okay. about that. So I was like, next time that happens, I was like, you can't hit a girl, so just do this. <clears throat> be like, so when next time they say that to you, no matter this, the respondents be like, oh, are you sure? Mm-hmm. I was only asking you because you're ugly. Nobody else is going to play with you. <laughs> What's your wife say? <laughs> she agreed to it. Hey, be like, <laughs> Man, whatever, Heifer. I don't want to play anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but but nah, man. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Dealing with bullying, it, I think that's an ongoing subject that we're not gonna get over until our kids are grown. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but yeah, they're gonna go through. I went through yeah. a lot. I used to get messed with a lot too. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I remember they used to go in on you. Because you used to have the bow haircut when we was growing up. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, your hair was just straight, bro. It was always straight. It would go down. So they would. Did, did they really put the bowl on your head to do the cut? <laughs> nah. Hey, man, I got to ask. Because my hair is kind of like like frizzy. I don't know how to describe it, but it's kind of really thick. And, and it curls up and stuff. Well, at least when I used to grow it out. But. I would always look at the kids. I used to have the bowl cuts. I was like, dang, how they do that? You know? And at one point, I was like, man, I want the bowl cut. And, I, and my mom's like, no, you, mijo, no. No, tú no tienes el pelo así. I was like, all right, whatever, man. <clears throat> and you, you know what? That bowl cut is popular right now for kids with curly hair. I noticed there's a bunch of kids get, they, live their, they leave their hair frizzy and they do that bowl cut. It looks hella funny, but I, that's just the style right I now, I guess. guess. Blue. But, uh, I can't do, even if I wanted to, I can't. So <laughs> my hair, my, uh, my hair started, uh, you know, I st- my hairline receded a little bit. So I'm not going to mess with that. All right. you know? <clears throat> I, I, I've gotten lucky. My hairline is still yeah. intact. I mean, I'm embracing bald. I look good in it, bro. I don't, dude. I have a big ass uh-huh. head. And I'm afraid to lose my hair because I'm like, dude, I can't go bald. I got to do like that, like Donald Trump comb over or something. <laughs> hey, or you could go get a transplant, dude. Like, like, uh, what's, the, what's that? The Tiger dude. Oh, yeah. So far, Tiger. Tiger, they went to get the, uh, the hairline. Yeah. Even, hey, even that Mexican singer, Espinosa Paz, he got a hair transplant oh, for he... his beard. He was trying to grow out a beard. Yeah, he, oh. went, he went and got some hairs on his, on his face. So he had a full grown beard for a little bit. I guess it didn't work out because I didn't hear nothing about it no more. But um, but yeah, I kind of embraced embraced the baldness. So I, I went bald and I look good, you know. I look I look Michael Jordan good bald, you know. Um, I was afraid I was gonna look all uh shark head like uh LL Cool J. <laughs> No, you know, yeah, you know what? LL Cool J looks weird without a hat. LL Cool J and the, what's that other singer that looks? Um, uh, Neo. Neo. Have you ever seen Neo without a yeah. hat? He looks hella yeah, funny. Yeah. So at first, I was afraid I was gonna have the LL Cool J Sharkhead or or Neo the Sharkhead, and I did it, and I'm like, ah, it looks cool. I'm alright, you know. So I kind of embraced the baldness, but 
Uh, but yeah, man. So, so that's that's a scoop, man. But hey, uh, go ahead, bro. My bad. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, go for it. I had another subject. If you don't have another one, a ver, ¿qué pasó? Well, all right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, and and I have some homeboys, man. That they, bro. So, so our little podcast is picking up traction. So, a lot of people want to come through, you know. So. So mm-hmm. eventually, I'll, I'll probably set up some stuff where we can have guests come on and stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. but overall, it's married couples, oddly, or I yeah. guess I don't know, man. But couples want to come out on the podcast, so that's cool. I appreciate everybody, man. I appreciate the support. Um, but talk about when our wives are right. And we are wrong. <laughs> that never happens, bro. That... Hey, well, Mexican men don't cheat, and we always right. <laughs> That's as true. That's as true as unicorns. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing, babe. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mexican Mexican men don't cheat. Mexican. I don't. Men, yeah, I don't cheat. <laughs> I don't ever cheat. Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead. Oh, but you know, just talking about that, how sometimes it's hard to admit that we're wrong. <laughs> that happens a lot in this household. Oh yeah, <laughs> I am wrong a lot. Okay, it's really hard to admit it. Okay, okay. You know, I think over the years, man. I think when it comes to a relationship, it, it, it's a team effort. You know, it's it's a team effort. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, my father-in-law broke it broke it down the best way because he gave me some advice. And you know, a lot of couples are running around saying, you know, what everything is fit, blah blah blah, and all that. And I'm like, okay, I I, I see what you're saying, but I, it still wouldn't compute in my brain. You know, I couldn't make sense of it. So one day, my father-in-law, he told me, you know what? You as a man have a hundred percent to do for your your role. In other words, you have to give a hundred percent on your role as a head of your household. And your wife has to give a hundred percent of her role in in the marriage. It's no fifty-fifty, it's a hundred percent for each person. You gotta give a hundred percent of what you do establish your parameters, you know, what you're going to do and just give a hundred percent of what, of that, that you're going to do. Because once you start dividing amongst yourselves, the 50% here and 50% there, then it's, it, then you start having a power struggle inside your relationship because you're going to want to take over the other 50% or your wife is going to try to take over the other 50 the other 50% to achieve that 100% total control is I know just do 100% of you and my daughter she has to do 100% of her and you know it, and and also uh, just learning and understanding to, to uh, express humility when you're wrong you know admitting if, if you're out of pocket or you did something wrong. That's that's what I have learned over the years. Uh, just it, it's okay to be wrong, you know, because sometimes you just don't know. You know, that's that's what I have learned over the years. Because a lot of people haven't have been asking me, but um, I mean, I do do you care if I share a story? No, go for it. All right. So, um, there was one time. <clears throat> And I feel really bad about this. So my wife was driving the car. And she told me, Raz, you need to check out the tires. I don't feel safe. And I was like, ah, you are right. You know, I bought the tires, uh, you know, a couple years ago. And the miles are okay. We still got some miles left on it. She's like, no, it's not that. Just check them out. I don't feel good. I don't feel good driving the car. I was like, whatever. <clears throat> I get a phone call. Like a week later, I get a phone call. 
hey, I'm on the side of the road. I got a flat. <laughs> and it was the it was the tires that she was talking about, the front tires, dude. And I just felt really dumb. You know what I mean? At that moment, well, the first thing was, are you okay? You know, are you okay? Is everything good? And she's like, yeah, but I need somebody to help me change the tire. And then I just couldn't get up and go from work. But eventually I did. I told me, man, I got an emergency, so I left. Bro, I got stuck in traffic. And oh. I didn't even make it. Yeah. So the one that came to the rescue was my father-in-law, dude. So I felt really bad about it, you know. And, and I even felt worse because she was right and I was wrong. But because I didn't act on it when she, when she told me her, her, you know, she had that feeling. I didn't move on it. It, it could have prevented that whole hassle, man. And, and, you know, it could have been worse. She could have been in an accident or rolled over. You know, the car could have rolled over or something like that because it was in the freeway. So that was one of the things that happened, man. But, but you live and you learn, man. You know? Yeah, you just no, got... that's true. No, you know what? My wife is right all the time. Okay. Este, so uh, I'm not sure. Uh, remember back in the days I used to have my own company? Um, when you that cleaning to... company, that maintenance company I had. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, platinum okay. cleaning or something like that. Platinum maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So this goes, and this was a big one too. I should have listened to her. Mm-hmm. So back then, so the way I started that company is because I worked for another uh, cleaning company, and I saw that they were making a ton of money, and I was like, dude, that's easy. I can do that myself. I'm already doing all the, I'm already doing all the work in the office. Like, how hard can it be to clean? Yeah. <clears throat> so. So I did that. I started it. And it was going. It was. I was doing well. I was doing good. Yeah. The, but then I I hated the cleaning part, dude. Okay. I absolutely hated doing the labor. Like I couldn't stand it. Like I hated it. Yeah. So there was another contractor that I knew, and he said, "Hey, you hate doing that." He was like, "I hate doing all the paperwork, and I hate dealing with the money, and I hate charging, and I hate the billing. You're good at that." He said, "How about you take care of that, and I take care of the labor." Okay. And we unite my accounts and we unite yours and we just do one big account. We go partners. Okay. And I was like, all right, cool. That sounds good to me. Yeah. But my wife was against it the whole time. She okay. Like, Dude, that's a bad idea. I don't trust this guy. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. And I was like, just relax. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't listen to it. Hasta una vez went to San Francisco and it was, dude, I do not believe in psychics at all. Mm-hmm. But it was like the weirdest thing. We're walking down, we're at Fisherman's Wharf. And one mm-hmm. of those gypsy ladies came up and said, hey, can I, can I read your palm? And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And then she was like, following us, she was like, no, I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And she said, you have a, she said, you have a business. She mm-hmm. says, and you have a partner. He's no good for you. And okay. I was like, what? She was like, he's no good for you. She was like, leave him. And my wife said, see, I told you. Like, I, she was like, I've never, it was a random lady on the street, the ones that just walk up to you. Yeah, yeah. So she had, and I was like, dude, I thought that was so weird. Like, put her in a silly de caso. And I went, and then we signed the paperwork together. Mm-hmm. And this guy ended up stabbing <clears throat> me in the back and stealing all my accounts, and then signing me out of everything, dude. I lost everything because of him. That's that's how you lost the business. Yeah, dude. Okay. Have you ever seen that guy? Uh, no, I've never seen him again. But uh, he better pray I don't see him again. <laughs> dude, hey, dude. <laughs> y'all gonna have some strong words, I assume. Oh, more than that, but <laughs> okay. But because uh, I remember, dude. But yeah, shoot, yeah. And I should listen to my wife. Yeah, and you know what? And that's that's what it is, man. Sometimes your life partners. Yeah, your life partners, and 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 sometimes you do have to take a little step back and analyze uh, what what was coming. That you know, the advice they're giving you. you know? Yeah. Um, because at the end of at the end of the day, it's a. It, I don't want to sound too fancy with what I'm going to say, but this is it, it's, it's a global thing inside the marriage. Whatever you do, whatever you do outside of your house, it still affects every single person inside of your house. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So it's so it affects the global unit. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <clears throat> so. So yeah, I guess that was just something I wanted to touch base, you know, just just so people know that uh that you know, um in our marriages, we we ha- we always have these ups and downs and we go through little phases and and whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but yeah, but 
I wanted to ask if you had anything else on on your agenda that you wanted to discuss. Um, uh, oh, there's a lot. What's going on right now in the world? Okay. Uh oh, uh, birthright. Do you want to touch on that? A little bit, dude. I don't like getting into that stuff no more. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> I don't like that no more. I'm just like Kanye. I just want to focus on art. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, yay, rather. Um, All right. Now, let's get I that felt, birthright. Uh, you want to talk about it? I felt, I felt I was used. And I just want to talk about art now. Not just messing with you. <laughs> but no, nah, it's, it's cool, dude. I mean, I don't care. It's cool. Because uh, uh, a lot of our listeners, uh, hey man, worst case scenario, a lot of our listeners would be affected by the birthright. So, but uh, what I don't understand is that from so say he bans it now, mm-hmm. uh, does it go back to everybody who wasn't who wasn't like I don't understand if it happens from this moment on or does it go back through history? Because okay. it's not just going to be Mexicans. There's a lot of people like British, Irish, yeah, whatever that maybe their visas, they had kids here when their visas, they had tourist visas or whatever. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll tell you what I heard. What I heard is from scholars and lawyers and stuff. They said, you know what? It would probably be too extreme to go back uh, even 30 years or whatever because uh, you would have to start hunting down every single person that put, could potentially uh like i don't even know how to explain it dude but it would it you're looking at 30 million people that would lose citizenship overnight worst case scenario yeah i don't i doubt that would happen well but... well, well what i heard is that if the supreme court cuz check this out they they're saying they're saying that this is a political chess move, you know, to sign an executive action. So this is what they're banking on. They're going to the president will sign an executive action to ban birthrights. So then uh, uh, one, maybe an ACOU attorney or, you know, one of those attorneys that that help out people in civil rights. Yeah. <clears throat> would jump in and sue on behalf of a newborn from illegal immigrants. Okay. So they would take it to the Supreme court, that lawsuit to challenge Trump's executive. Uh, what is it? Executive action. I don't even know what it's called. And the, what, what bugs me out, it wasn't Trump complaining. Like wasn't his whole like running thing saying that a president shouldn't be using his executive action so much. And that Obama, you, he's already used it way more than Obama. What was he talking about? I don't know, man. He, he just talks a lot, man. He's, He's an old rich white dude. So <laughs> your president. That's your president. Yeah, well. Uh you know what, man? It's everybody's president, whether we like him or not. <laughs> but uh not but... mine, bro. <laughs> mine's a powerful thing. My mind says no. So I'm right, listening yeah. to my mind. <laughs> All right, dude. But look, this is what I'm gonna say. Um what what they're trying to get is a clarification on the 14th Amendment. And, and you know, like they say, uh, according to history, the oh, 14th Amendment, not, it's the 14th. According to history, the 14th Amendment was passed in order to ensure that, you know, African-Americans got their birthright, you know, from being slaves and, you know, to be granted U.S. citizenship. That's the reason that was done. And so what they're saying is that uh, that the the rest of the people that are born here from uh, legal and illegal immigrants have benefited from uh, have benefited from that. You know what I mean? From from yeah. From, but if you want to do that and look into that, why don't you look at uh, all the other amendments, to, like the bearing arms and all that stuff? That was. Set was, we yeah. didn't have a military. That, yeah, so I don't know, man. They, it, this government, the government in general, contradicts itself too much. And I just look them as, I just see them as Crips and Bloods, red and blue. That's it. But um, Crip, yes, <laughs> <laughs> this dude. But um, <laughs> but um, but uh, they were saying that in the event that they went ahead and 
clarified. They're not trying to take away the 14th Amendment. They're just trying to get clarification. Amend it. No, they just want clarification on it. Not even. Which, which is stupid, but... Well, they're saying that worst case scenario... Well, best case scenario, they would uh, deny birthright, uh, the birthright uh, moving forward. Oh, uh, well... I'm good. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect a lot of my families are yeah. illegal. So, so, <laughs> so moving forward, the, the, in other words, they're trying to curb illegal immigration because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people from all over the world, because they're going in, bro, because a lot of Asian people come to America, i.e. San Francisco, stay in hotels, bro. They buy packages, tourist packages, and they come to Frisco at seven months hang out at a hotel that's next to the hospital and then they have the child there and they have dual citizenship so they're looking at everything dude so they're trying to end all of that and maybe it and what they're saying is it'll curb illegal immigration and all that other stuff man but and it'll deter people wanting to come over to america just to have their kid to you know automatically have u.s citizenship so that's what they were saying so uh, and then Trump mm-hmm. and that interview just said interview saying that America was the only she was like, Oh, we're so stupid. We're the only people we're the only country in the world that does that. Like nobody else does that. Everybody's laughing at us. Bullshit. Everybody does that. There was like thirty three countries that still do that. Canada still does that. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, they they still do. So um I don't know, man. It, it's it's like I said, it's it's something heavy, man. But uh I mean yeah, I mean that's all in the surface, but um, I, I, my opinion, man. Um, if what I don't know, there's no nice way of saying none of this stuff, man, because you're gonna offend both sides. But I do understand what they're trying. If they're trying to do it moving forward, I get it. You know what I mean? I get it because, um, yeah, there's 33 other countries that are doing it. So if America does it, there's going to be only 32 that do it or 33. I don't know, man. Like like you said, there only 33 countries that do it. And, and the, the other 200 or however there are, they don't do it. So, Well, <laughs> how many, there's, well there's 195 countries, right? Something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, but uh, I don't know. I think this is stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's just a waste of money, a waste of everybody's time. Yeah, yeah. Bring that up. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. But uh, is there anything else you have on the agenda, bro? Este... Nah. Nah. I'm good. Okay, okay. That'll work. Hey, again, I want to send some shout-outs to the homeboy, Freddie Loke. He couldn't make it with us today. You know, he, he sends regards to everybody. He'll come through next week for sure. So we could discuss... Uh, and we could so we could discuss shoes. Yeah, man. We, we need to, we need to have them be part of the shoe talk. Yeah, yeah, that's the shoe talk, man. Because I bought a bunch of sh- well, not a bunch, but I have another pair that I bought, man. Hey, hey, so um, so who got you into Adidas? You want to tell the world who who, uh, who who's been talking up Adidas for the longest? All right, all right, hold <laughs> up, hold up. All right, I had this conversation, and she didn't want to come on air. But all right, so the first person that was trying to get me to buy Adidas, okay, not because, all right, not because of the technology, but just because she's an Adidas fan, was my wife Erica, because she didn't even know all this stuff existed. She just liked the shell toe Adidas. That's her, you know. She's uh-huh. she's an Adidas classic girl. <clears throat> but the first person that, um started mentioning adidas to me i'm trying to think see this is before we reconnected bro because you went ghost because you were using your company's phone and remember you broke it and i couldn't get a hold of you yeah Yeah. so all right so the first person that mentioned adidas to me with all this new stuff going on was freddie all right but then we discussed it you and i when we connected back again to start the podcast and then you were the one that was raving about adidas all right, so it was a wife, and then Freddie, and then I heard you mention him. And I'm like, shoot, everybody likes Adidas. What the hell's going on? So, 
So, yeah, it's a combination of everybody, man. Uh, plus, my wife said, you know what? If you don't say it was me first, <laughs> I'm not going to make your favorite food. So, you know, it has to go to the wine. <laughs> but, no, on the real tip, uh, my, oldest, my oldest son, Samuel, he bought – I don't even remember the name of those shoes. They were like 200 bucks. And, and he said that they were very comfortable. It was the most comfortable pair of shoes he's ever bought. And and what I was told is that this particular Adidas shoe was a recycled shoe made out of old plastic bottles and stuff like that. And that that's why they were so expensive, because it was recycled material. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um but I tell you what, I bought some alpha bounces yesterday or the day before. Oh yeah? Yeah, dude. And then they have the continental tire sole, the rubber sole. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I need them to work out because I have to do uh, planks. And uh-huh. with the other Adidas, I keep slipping on the floor because we have hardwood floors. So I-, I slip and I can't hold the plank. But then I went to the store, the Adidas store, and I told them, hey, I need some shoes where I can hold the plank. And I'm doing bear crawls and all that kind of stuff. So then they're like, get these alpha bounces. And I got them, bro. They're legit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we have to get in into this uh, Adidas talk, man. We do, and we got to do it for next week. Yes. All right. When Freddie's on board. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. So, uh, anything else you got ready for next week that you're brewing and stuff? Uh, now nah, I'm gonna look into some stuff so we can talk about. Okay. Uh, some controversial stuff to make you feel uncomfortable. Hey, <laughs> hey, dude, I, I'm cool, man. Hey, hey, I just like keeping everything peace, homie. Peace, peace. So, um, uh, I like the smoke. Bring the smoke. Uh, still, I thought, no, no. Uh, see, you only saying that stuff because you in California. See, we in Colorado, <laughs> and we go in and go heavy like that. At the end of the podcast, you you go you go back to your snowflake community and hang out with your neighbors. Not even. I, we... live in, I, li- <laughs> I live in a, I live in a, I live in a red district in California. I live in the country, bro. Yeah, it's all redneck and country music out here. So, well, Akivato is they they're they're all they're all bloods out here, man. Uh, so, uh, but nah, I mean it it don't bother me, dude. I'm good. It's just that our I'm okay. So the feedback I'm gonna give you. Overall, most of our listeners they don't want to hear the rhetoric. So that's the feedback I got. Okay, they're like, "Man, I want to hear politics. I want to hear fun stuff." I'm like, "All right." So, but we'll spice it up. It's all good, you know. You can talk your little rhetoric, you know. You know, it's the you you'll be anti-Trump, Edgar. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, so yeah. get that tattooed across my chest. <laughs> no, I don't. so so yeah, we'll, we'll just keep it like that, you know. Uh, we'll keep the peace, so we'll we'll be straight, man. But uh, so yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. So uh, I'll go ahead and just wrap it up, man. And uh, as always, thanks for listening to uh, our podcast, Cheese My Podcast. Uh, I'm, I am Raz, and got my homeboy Edgar. I'm Edgar. Yeah, so. Um, we'll listen to you. Well, keep, stay tuned. Follow us on social media, uh, Cheese Me Podcast. And um, yeah, that's all I got, man. All right, man. All right, peace, peace out. Bye.